page from Terry's book when he was governor and when he'd be governor next time. Yeah. We're emerging from this pandemic. We want to expand pre-K yeah. for three- and four-year-olds. Millions of free care. Uh, uh, millions of what? All right, it's 507. It's a hi, hey, yeah, KTSA. There's Elaine. Say hello, Elaine. Right over here is Chris. Say hello to Chris. Hi, Chris. Right over here is Don. Say hello to Don. Okay, everybody's here, and the storm's coming. It's a fast-moving storm that is on its way here. The big thing that this storm is going to do, besides wake up the sleeping giant, bringing 60 mile per hour winds 60 mile per hour winds with it that is significant so on the front lawn if you have the inflatable snoopy as he's wearing mike myers mask from halloween on snoopy you need to go get him down you need to bring him in the garage make sure that he is safe and secure because your inflatable mike myers halloween snoopy may end up in cleveland ohio before this one's over with 60-mile-per-hour winds, but I will tell you this. This storm is a fast mover. It's coming, and then it's going to go. And, I mean, it's going to be like, wow, wow, that was in a hurry. But the wind is not. The wind is going to stay with you all day long. Like, fellas, ladies, it's cap day. It is a cap-wearing day today. Well, for some, it's a cap day every day. But for the rest of you that don't wear a cap, usually today is a cap day because the wind's going to blow and blow hard all day long. You blow hard day. Uh, flooding downpours, even some hail included in this uh, storm as well. Power is going to go out for some of you. Yeah, it's going to happen. The power will go out for some of you. Well, it's CPS and that kind of stuff happens. They're going to get better now that Paul is leaving, though. It will get better. So later today, sunshine, and it's going to be windy. It's going to be much less humid. Again, breezy and windy all day long. Blow. Cat off dog. I don't know. How do you say that? Blew dog off a hair? Huh? <laughs> blew, blew a dog <laughs> off a hair. Well, huh? I don't know. One of them uh, country sayings they say down around Stockdale. Going to blow a dog off a hair. I don't know. Something like that, but it is going to blow. Hair off the dog. One of the two. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Thank you, newsman. Yeah, you're welcome. He always knows these things. See? He's got the collection of newsman knowledge over there. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I had to quickly run down the list of folksy <laughs> sayings that we uh, often refer to in our news stories. I so. got a feeling they don't do those up in Banger, do they? Uh, not like that. Not no. like that, no. no. Not in Banger. No. Wouldn't do that in Banger. Uh, clear and cool overnight, so uh, the weather's changing. We're now going to get that touch of fall that we've been begging for. Right. And the <laughs> the hair's going to get the dog removed. <laughs> He's been begging for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be breezy, plenty of sunshine, 79. Friday, mostly sunny, breezy, pleasant, high of 75. There you go. You got it. Braves win 6-2. to two. Bring out the trash cans. Uh, Braves win <laughs> <laughs> the, the Braves, the pitcher breaks his legs, and the Braves still win. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, sure. But you'll see. Uh, the trash cans will start reappearing oh, yeah. there in the dugout. You know, right. hey, look, uh, you, know, you all plan on doing some unwrapping around here? Right. You yeah. got to throw some stuff away? Sure. Um, well, they, you know, they have to be a little more... Uh, keep that on the low a little bit better. So they just went to Staples and got a waste paper basket. That's exactly what they did. You know, yeah, got a bunch of them. Tap on that a little bit. <laughs> That's instead. right. You know, they want to draw attention to what they're doing. Well, you know, they can also get the drums because of the Braves thing, right? Right. Yeah. Because last night, an Astros fan in the stands, he had more airtime than any of the Astros players. He was holding up a sign that said, "The chop is racist." 
And of course, we're talking about the Indian chop, you know, yeah. chop, chop. Right. And they all do it, man. I love that when they're over in like um, the Seminoles in in Florida. Florida, right? They do that. Oh, yeah. and they they chop. You talk about as a player on the field. You talk about getting fired up. You talk about you know getting you in a mood to hit somebody. That'll do it right there. And the Braves do the same thing. Well, they asked the head of the MLB about it, Rob Manfred, and he said, well, they do a great job in the Native American community in uh, Atlanta. The Native American community in Atlanta, they don't care. They're not. Remember, they used to be the Cleveland Indians for 2,000 years. Yeah. And now they're the Cleveland Guardians because MLB said, you can't be Indians. No. There was no such thing as Indians. They never existed. So anyway, you know, the, uh, the all the PC crap catches up eventually. Uh, Atlanta did win last night, 6-2. Uh, to two. So there you go. It's basically the baseball story of the day. It's over. That's, you, you think that's it? Yeah. Series is over? Done. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring the trash cans. <laughs> bring the trash cans. <laughs> well, maybe oh, they well, will. Yeah, maybe. We'll see how things go today. Yeah. We're still in Houston for today's games. New World Doses uh, tonight, right? That's it. What time do they play? Do we know? Uh, can you consult your knowledge sure. book over there? I'm going to guess that's under Harry Dog. Eight, so. eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Good. I will go with that. Let's see. It's right above uh, Hair Dog. There you go. Game, game time. So. Eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. All right. Seventy-three million children in this country. Fewer than seven hundred have died of COVID. CDC data showing the most relevant age set different. The children five to eleven. There have been nearly two million COVID cases, but only one hundred and thirty-eight deaths total. Remember. The case number is irrelevant, all right? That's the number they like to talk about because it's a big number, a bigger number. Oh, my God, 600,000 people done got this stuff. What The number that matters is the death number. That's the only number that matters. How many people are dying from it? That's the number. And when you're talking about 5- to 11-year-old children, it's nil. Kids are 10 times more likely to die of suicide right now. Shall I say it again? Kids are 10 times more likely to die of suicide right now. Not COVID. The COVID number in children dying from COVID is minuscule. Get ready. Because the old fart in the White House is about to tell your kids that they can't go out the house and ride their bicycle without a vaccine. Get ready. Even though, according to Pfizer, long-term safety of COVID-19 vaccine in participants 5 to 12 years age will be studied in five post-post-post-authorization safety studies. In other words, approve it first in children 5 to 11, make it mandatory with a vax mandate for small children, and then we will study whether or not it's safe. I don't know a mama in her right mind who's going to go for that. Bet me. I'll keep Charlie home and homeschool Charlie if you're going to tell me that I have to do that. <laughs> no way. 210599. Well, okay, you tell me. 210. I could say that higher, by the way. You tell me. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. They have approved vaccines for kids 5 to 11. I can guarantee you 
100% sitting here that there will be a vax mandate for children 5 to 11, that they won't be able to go to school. They won't be able to do squat without the vaccine. Participate in sports. Watch. See what happens, guys. They won't be able to participate in sports. They won't be able to go anywhere, won't be able to do anything without the vaccine because if you get them young and you get them when they're that age then you're going to have them for life and this is coming from a guy that is not anti-vax i'll put that that's my little asterisk every time i talk about this i am anti-mandate of anything in your life or mine so they're going to mandate this in kids 5 to 11 and hell i hadn't even studied it yet Pfizer says we'll do that after you after you approve it. Approve it first, then we'll study it in kids. Mama, call me. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Grandma, call me. What do you guys think about that? Let's do a vax mandate for kids, 5 to 11, and then we'll do the study after it's over, and we'll let you know if it's safe. All right, back in a minute, we'll have a complete AccuWeather forecast update on this storm that is now, as we speak, moving in. Hey, this is Sean Reimer. Get KTSA when you want it online at KTSA.com, plus Facebook and Twitter. Stay connected. The CDC is now recommending another booster shot for those with weakened immune systems, saying that they may need a fourth shot six months after their last dose. <laughs> Well, now what they're saying is you're not fully vaccinated until you've had three. The third one's not a booster anymore. It's just part of the regular regimen. So now they're going to say you got to have four. <laughs> and I'm guessing Fauci and all of them are making buku bucks, man. They're making a lot of money off of this deal. How many how many noodles can they stick in arms? Oh, cha-ching. Oh, cha-ching. Create the ailment, then charge for the cure. That's how it works. Hey, Carl, go ahead, man. You're on. Yeah, hey. I bet, hey. you know, I heard woke, I heard woke. I, I was trying to figure out what the acronym was, but I finally figured it out. War on kids. Yes, of course. That's exactly what it is. It is, it is taking our, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be 61 shortly, so I'm about your age. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, but we're, we're destroying our kids. My, my kids are in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. You know. So, but these these small children are being just abused by the system, in my opinion. Sure. They uh, 100% are. And, Carl, wait for a few minutes, and I'm going to tell you the story about what Instagram. Well, no, you know what? I'll, I'll just do the payoff right now. Hang on, John. I'm going to get to you in a second. I got a new story here about what uh, Instagram is doing. You, uh, Carl, you know what Instagram is, right? It's kind of like a Facebook, yeah, but a little well, bit different. I don't use it. I'm yeah. like you. I, I stay away from that stuff. I'm Facebook working on getting off all this. But anyway, Facebook's own researchers, it's, it's owned by Facebook. Their own researchers have found that Instagram is now barraging teen girls who have anorexia and other eating disorders with photos and videos of other afflicted girls, a practice that, according to experts, has been shown to worsen the disorder, according to the New York Post. A team of Instagram researchers earlier this year created a test user that followed dieting and thinness-obsessed Instagram accounts, as well as hashtags like hashtag skinny, hashtag thin, and then Instagram's algorithm started to send eating disorder-related content like super pictures of super skinny girls 
to these girls who already had eating disorders. Skin and bones, oh. apple, apple core anorexic, skinny binge, et cetera, et cetera. And what the experts say is this doesn't help the girls. This makes their situation worse because the girls look at, at yeah, yeah, they look at these skinny girls and they say, I need to be skinnier. I need to be like yeah, that. Well, it, used to, it used to be, you know, what was it, uh, the, the supermodels on uh, the yep. swimsuit issue, yep. Uh, yep. you know. Yep. But now it's gotten... Now they're targeting uh, girls. They're targeting the girls that do that have a hashtag or that that actually have the condition an eating disorder. They're targeting those girls and sending information that encourages the eating disorder. It's evil. It is flat ass evil. Yes, yes, what it is. Yeah, you said the word evil. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Carl. Have a good day. Hey, John, go ahead. You're on KTSa. I don't know if you're old enough to remember thalidomide and birth defects. I do. I had a friend with uh, with thalidomide birth defects. Is that what we're setting up now with this? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know, John. But I can tell you, it's it's a control issue. Uh, it's all about control, and I'm sick and tired of it. All right, thank you, John. I appreciate it. i got to jump off here because I've got to do this weather. Uh, we've got it rolling through, and it's going to be a fast mover. And it's going to bring a lot of wind, and there's going to be rain associated with it, and there's going to be thunder and lightning associated with it. Some folks will have their power go out with this storm. But the good news about this storm is it's hauling rear. It's not going to stay around long. You're going to know it when it's here, if you're in its path. So it looks to me like it's going to be stronger from downtown north. Okay, that's going to be the strong part of it. Not to say there won't be squalls and some tough stuff down to the south, but from downtown north all the way across Bear County up into Comal County, and then you're talking about Guadalupe County and Gonzales and places like that that are going to have this as it moves off to the east. It's coming from the west. You guys and Bernie know all about this. You have been going through it for a little while this morning. Medina went through it for a little while this morning. And just as I said yesterday, uh i i knew it was going to get here about this time about the time you'd be getting up to get in the car and head in so that's exactly what's going on it's it's here it's arriving as we speak right now it is a fast mover as i said it's moving anywhere between 45 and almost up to 55 or 60 miles an hour the pace of it but it's also bringing 60 mile per hour winds. some of the squall lines that people are already starting to fill uh the winds picking up you can hear it outside the, the house or the building the wind will be with us all day. Now, it's not going to stay at 60 all day. This is just this storm that's blowing through. And what it is, is this a good old-fashioned uh, cold front, and it's colliding with some of the warmer air and setting off these thunderstorms and stuff. And as it moves on through the area, it's got behind it some really refreshing weather behind it. So throughout the day today, you're going to feel that. You're going to feel the humidity go down today. We've had oppressive humidity the past several days. It's being blown out of here. Uh, a lot of sunshine, abundant sunshine. Today's going to be your windy day. So if it's your trash day, uh, be aware of that because it's going to be windy enough to blow the trash can down the street and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not, not going to last. I mean, it's going to be a fast mover. It's really moving through the area quickly. But it is going to be something you're going to notice, particularly downtown northward and on up through uh, New Braunfels, uh, the I-35 corridor, on up through San Marcos and our friends in Austin and whatever you, the I thirty I thirty five corridor in the next hour or so is going to be an interesting little trip. So that's it. So be aware of all that. Again, 
rain and some pea-sized hail and stuff like that, but majority of it is wind, 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 and it remains breezy all day. com. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Is President Biden doing this for political reasons? You know, he does almost everything for political reasons. Uh, that's what is frustrating. Christy Noem. Oh, man. Go to Breitbart.com. They have an exclusive with her, an expose on Breitbart.com. Uh, it was 39 pages, and we're going to get her on this show. I am going to talk to her. I don't care what else happens. We're going to have a conversation with Christy Noam. She is unbelievable. And uh, they have pictures in this expose and video of her. She's actually out there uh, riding up to Buffalo. There's like a herd of 200 buffalo. She's on, a, she's on a horse, man. And she's chasing buffalo down on a horse. And then she sings with the guy. She sings Grandpa by the uh, Judds. With the guys from Rascal Flats. Anyway, enough time on her right now. I've got to talk about the weather. It's here. It's rainy. It is windy. It's blowing a rain against the building here at the radio station. The rain is come pouring down in San Antonio right now. I'll tell you again, if you're just now waking up, this storm is a fast mover, okay? It's going to get through here in a hurry. So things will return to normal quickly, and, uh, and but the wind is going to stay with us through the day today. Now, it's not going to stay at its current gusts. Right now, it's gusting up to around 60 miles per hour as it moves through. Some of the outflow boundaries that people were feeling earlier today in, in uh, Bear County signaled that this thing was going to have some really strong winds with it, and it does. It's blowing the rain sideways against the side of the building here uh, with these gusts up to 60 miles per hour. So some of these winds will be damaging. I don't know if you're just now waking up. I don't know if it's your, your, your uh, trash day or whatever. If it is, that's going to be an issue. Okay, Things like that that are not tethered outside are going to be blown around like crazy this morning as this thing comes through. This is one of our typical fronts that we get this this time of year that uh, is changing our weather. There's also flooding downpours that are happening. So if you go through a high water area, and you typically go through that area on your way to work, be aware of that because that's going to be an issue. They call them low water crossings, but I don't know why they do that. <laughs> you know, it's high water that we're concerned about. What is that? What are you doing? Holding you? <laughs> oh, yeah, the bicycle guy. <laughs> we'll be on the lookout for bicycle boy. See if he's going to be riding into the low water crossings. It's high water is what it is. They call it low water crossings, but it's high water. But then today, the sunshine is going to come out, and uh, the wind, it's going to be breezy and windy throughout the day today, and our high today should be around 80 and clear and cool overnight, and then the remainder of the week is gorgeous with lots of sunshine and low humidity, but we got to get through this right now. This is exactly what I was telling you about yesterday, and if you were listening yesterday, I was telling you about this time is when it was going to be hitting, because I just knew... Uh, based on everything we had been looking at, that it, this was going to arrive about the time you were going to be hitting the streets to, to get to work, and that's exactly what's happening right now. Um, as I said, it's a fast mover, so, you know, it's not going to be here long. Uh, if you want to wait this thing out and go, you know, leave for work after this is over with, it's not going to stay here for a long time. So have an extra cup of coffee at the house, uh, an extra donut or whatever, and then leave for work. 
because it's just gonna it's gonna take a little while, a few minutes for this thing to pass on and, and get out to the uh, east of us. Meanwhile, it is bringing some high winds, and so we expect some power outages around town, and we'll keep you up to date as best we can on all that's going on. And it's just gonna feel great afterwards. It's it's gonna be uh, wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, Linda's saying it's an incredible thunderstorm. Yes, it is, Linda. There's there's lightning. There is thunder. There is heavy, heavy downpours and all that. So yes, we're we're having all that go on right now. And if you want to tell us what what you're seeing, feel free at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Whatever you're feeling from this uh, rain event that's moving through the area right now. Well, Joe Biden uh, announced yesterday that they have released a gender equity plan calling for the elimination of cash bail across America. The re- I, I normally would not bring this up, or I'd just basically touch on it lightly and then move on. But this is underlined in red on my sheet when I made my notes. Here's the quote from the White House yesterday. We are committed to increasing federal oversight and accountability for local police departments. That's the part that's underlined in red. We are committed to increasing federal oversight and accountability for local police departments and prosecutors' offices to address systemic misconduct, including gender bias and sexual misconduct. They say they want to work to end cash bail and reform the pretrial system, recognizing the harm that these processes cause, particularly for black women... So they are calling to end cash bail at a time when the FBI data is showing an unprecedented rise in violent crime with the numbers of murders in the United States going up 30%, the largest single-year increase recorded since the FBI began tracking the statistics. And statistics that show in cities that have eliminated cash bail, the likelihood of rearrest before trial going up 37% of those locations with suspects, almost, almost all of them, likely to miss their court date in cities that have eliminated cash bail. Here locally, you have Nelson Wolf who wants to get rid and, and Ron Nirenberg get rid of cash bail. This lets the criminals off. Basically saying to hardened criminals, even murderers, die, don't worry about it. We trust you to come on back to court. We trust you for you. Make your court date. We trust you. A letter from Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris is arguing the reforms are needed to promote equity, saying America has never fully lived up to the ideal that every one of us is equal in dignity and deserves to be treated equally. So several things are troubling in this. No cash bail for uh or you know getting rid of the cash bail system for those offenders for those criminals that are out there so they can be put back on the streets immediately to reoffend go back out murder rape pillage do all of those things and secondly and i would guys you need to watch this i know you don't want to hear this anymore i know people are tired of hearing about the transformation of our country and what they're doing step by step to transform our country federal control of local police forces that's a communist idea it's also an idea that a tyrannical dictator like adolf hitler has used against citizens in 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 germany 1930s and in other places 
Mao killed 5 million people using federal control over local police officers. They have been arming local police districts and departments with tanks and big weapons and putting uh, body armor on cops all across this country waiting for this particular opportunity where they're going to turn them into federal agents. That is the plan. All right, quick break. Uh, we got more on this weather situation because it's a coming. I mean, it's here, and it's coming down. It's coming down strong with high winds in our area. It's a fast mover. It's not going to stay with us long. Lightning and thunder and high winds. Full details coming up for you. Now. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I ran against Donald Trump. <laughs> And Terry is running against an acolyte of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 21st, is 21st century is yesterday. Mm. I love me some NXS. You can turn it up a little bit if you want. That's all right. Go ahead. Mm. You can share a dance. Go ahead. There you go. It's 5.53 now at KTSA. Yeah, the storm has arrived, and the wind is gusting. The rain is coming down. The thunder is popping. We just had one here at the radio station northeast side off of Eisenhower Road. Big thunder blast and uh, and lightning here. It's all over the place right now as this storm moves through. It's not staying with us, folks. It's going to move on through. But if you want to you know, hang out at the house for a couple of minutes, have another cup of coffee at home before you head out on the road, that's going to be a good idea. Especially you guys who drive the big high-profile trucks and stuff, uh, you might give it a couple of minutes before you get out there because uh, the wind is going to be an issue here. Well, it, you know what? It's going to be an issue throughout the day, but it's not going to be like this. The wind gusts. It's just going to stay consistent throughout the day, and it's going to be a windy day today. So be ready for that. You know, There's a good breeze that's going to be around today. Uh, we are dealing with right now this cold front as it moves through our area. You're going to feel the difference. This is a difference maker in that our temperatures are going to be lowered, but what you're really going to feel is the loss of humidity. It's going to clear all this humidity out of here, and it's going to be good. But right now we're dealing with those high water crossing areas where high water typically rushes through. We can have a lot of runoff right now. Ground is still saturated from rains earlier this month. So be super careful this morning. It's hard to see right now because it's so dark outside. So you can run into a major, major puddle of water and have a big problem there. So give yourself a little extra time this morning. Leave later if uh, if you can. Tony Romo, um, he, you know, Hall of Famer and guy who uh, owns just about every record when it comes to Dallas Cowboys quarterbacking. Tony Romo, number nine. Doing a great job on CBS, by the way, calling football games over there. Such a great job that after his first year, uh, the other networks tried to hire him away, and Tony went back and said, what are you going to do, CBS? And they said, we're going to pay you more money than anybody has ever made in this position, period. And that's what they're doing right now. Uh, because what he was doing, and they they backed him off on a lot of this, he was predicting the plays. <laughs> when, you've, when you've done it, so, and I do this all the time. I do this when I go to the girls' games. I'm sitting there going, oh, they got a thought over here, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Tony Roman was doing that on television. Oh, this is going to be a wheel route, you know, that kind of thing. And they fi- CBS finally said, uh, the other team is listening to you. You need to stop that because you're telling them where the ball is going to go. But anyway, the other night, the Tampa Bay game, 
uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady, throws a six, his 600th pass. Unprecedented. Nobody's ever done it. The guy who caught the 600th pass gave it to a fan and gave the ball to a fan in the stands. <laughs> Here, George, you know. Whoa, that's a million-dollar ball. Well, uh, no, because Tampa Bay went to get the ball back, uh, the Buccaneers, and they offered that guy a ton of stuff, an autographed Mike Evans shirt. He's the guy who caught it, an autographed jersey and a helmet from Tom Brady. $1,000 credit for the team store. Two passes for the rest of 2021 season and next season. And Tom Brady then threw in a Bitcoin that was worth $63,000. So the guy gave the ball back. Cool. Okay. But while they were doing, during the broadcast, they were talking about negotiating with the guy. They were just making fun and having a good time talking about negotiating with him. What are they going to give him to get the ball back? And Tony Romo's going, well, how about a, a date with Giselle? That's Tom Brady's wife, supermodel, has made a life of objectifying herself, okay, because she's a supermodel. So she wears skimpy clothes and all that because she's beautiful and she's great at what she does, and they're a wonderful couple. So Tony Romo just makes a joke. Well, maybe, maybe he's been willing to give up a, a date with his wife, you know. <laughs> Social media. I hate Tony Romo. What does he think is going to happen with Giselle if, he, if she actually goes on a date with some dude that's got a football, huh? You people. I just sometimes I want to strangle people like this. Give me a break. They were jacking around on television, joking around. Giselle's got no problem with it. Brady has no problem with it. He wasn't objectifying her any more than she's objectified her whole career, herself, her whole career. What's the problem here? Hey, maybe we'll trade a date for the ball or something like that. You know, just kidding around. And and see, that's the problem with the woke crowd and this whole cancel culture. You can't kid around anymore. And I got to tell you, I don't want to live in a world where you can't kid around anymore. None of us do. ESA Morning News with Trey Ware. Yeah. Now on FM 1071. You know, usually it's a little tough to, to beat Texas. So their GDP was at 7.5%. South Dakota's 9.9%. So incredible growth here. And I think that reflects how we were innovative to really help people be successful, even in the midst of a pandemic. You go, girl. What I'm talking about right there, Christy Noam from South Dakota. Big expose today's Breitbart.com if you want to check it out. And Elaine's going to get her on the show. We're going to talk to her. I don't know when, but it's going to happen, isn't it? Right? Okay. I'm looking at her now. She's like, yes, yes, I hear you. You've only asked me a million times. <laughs> hey, it's raining. Hey, Don, it's raining. Hey, Chris. Hey, Elaine, it's raining. It's raining. It's thundering and lightning. It's a little messy out there. It's time no. to stay home for a cup of coffee. Not long, no. though. No. Because it's getting out of here. That's an official meteorological term. It means it's moving real fast. Today? Today. <laughs> Today. Right now, as we speak, Christopher. Yeah. I went outside to get some, <laughs> to get some video uh-huh. um, and take some pictures for the website. Um, and, and I open the door, and Chris is standing there and scared the <laughs> hell out of me. Because nobody's ever standing no, at the back door. Been out there, you know, quarter to six in the morning. I throw the door open, and he's standing sure. there. Now you know why I carry a really big gun. Because yeah. <laughs> I've done that, too, and it's been not an employee. Nobody that we knew. <laughs> yeah, right. One day, it was some guy in one of those Rastafarian hats, you know, yeah. got standing back there, and he was smoking the cigarette butts out of the cigarette tray back there. You know? Right. Because people smoke back there, and they leave their butts. Yeah. So he was smoking somebody else's butts, and I'm thinking... 
Dude, you don't know. You just yeah. don't know. You know where those have been? Come on, it's yeah, a radio station. You have station no idea, man. I would be careful with that. But he ran off. He yeah. just he split. I came in one day and there was a guy sleeping out there. Oh yeah, I've had know, that happen. Right out in the back. Yeah. And uh, I pull in and and my headlights are shining on him and he kind of sits up well, to see what's going on and I said, you know, you can't stay here. And he said, why? And I said, well, you know, it's a business. We've got people coming and going. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning and you can't be here. And uh, he goes. Okay. Yeah. And, and he started to get up, and he kept getting up. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was like about nine six, foot tall. Yeah, he was about six eight. <laughs> and you're like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have talked to this dude. All of a sudden, the, the light above the door disappears. Right. You know, and exactly. Like, oh, man, he's going to kick my ass. <laughs> this is not going to yeah, be pretty. This is going to be a bad day for me. That's right. Bad yeah. start to a day. Well, today is an interesting start for a lot of people because this fast moving storm has brought some high winds, and the winds are going to stay with us. Now, it's not going to be fifty mile per hour winds as the day you know continues. They're going to fall back and uh, it just be a steady but strong breeze put it that way throughout the day today so put your hat on it's going to be one of those days but hang on to it hang on to your trash cans uh, all that other stuff because it's going to be breezy throughout the day today but what this is doing this is a cold front that's colliding with the warm air that's setting off these strong thunderstorms they're loud they're dropping a lot of rain so watch those high water crossing areas and then as it moves on out of here quickly, I mean, it's heading east real fast. So you guys over in Seguin and Gonzalez and Stockdale and everybody to the east of us, get ready because it's headed your way too. As it does, it's packing in that windy stuff that's bringing the cold air. Well, no, no, no. Let me, it's not cold air. Cooler air. And that cooler air includes less humidity, put it that way. So the temperature is not, you know, the difference between 85 and, and 77 or something like that, you know, is not that large. You know, it's, it's certainly noticeable, but you're going to feel it because the humidity is going to be way down than what we've been having. So it's going to be nice, nice, nice the next several days, but we got to get through this storm that's moving through. And as I said, moving through quickly with lightning and thunder and heavy downpours and the wind, wind, wind is the issue. Should be all said and done uh, for, for the most part in San Antonio and in Bear County for the most part by 7-ish, somewhere around in there. Uh, there'll be some lingering effects, obviously, but by 7, Bear County, Comal County, all that ought to be pretty cool. You know, between 7 and 7.30, we ought to be just fine. Um, Alec Baldwin's Rust movie shooting. Criminal charges are on the table, according to the DA out there. Mary Carmack Altweiss of New Mexico's 1st District says, no, we haven't ruled out anything. I told you yesterday, Alec Baldwin is not off the hook. I mean, as a producer on this show, he's supposed to secure the set. As an actor, as anybody who ever handles a gun, and I've been a gunner all of my life, so as anybody who has a gun, you never pointed at somebody, and even even in a movie, I've done movies, you don't do that unless you're thinking a hole is going to be put in somebody. So you always aim off. You always, 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 always clear the gun multiple times, and, and that goes beyond just clearing the chamber. That is into clearing the, the, uh, the barrel and everything else. We've had them get lodged in barrels before in movies, and you fire off the blank, and it fires something out the end of a gun. They also had issues with um, other unauthorized discharges from guns. That gun in particular apparently had been used for target practice or something earlier in the day. 
So, yes, there is most certainly going to be an issue here with the possibility, and I would put it in the probability category, of some charges for somebody coming up. I'm not saying it's going to be Baldwin. But he has exposure, at least civil exposure, through lawsuits and what have you. But he might have some criminal exposure in terms of negligent homicide, uh, any of those kind of things, Uh, manslaughter. Those kind of charges have come out of this kind of deal before. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Let's go, Brandon. We all know what it means. We're all very clear on what let's go, Brandon, means. Representative Jeff Duncan from South Carolina is now wearing a let's go, Brandon, mask on the House floor when he gets up to speak. (laughs) In South Carolina, Democrat Party Chairwoman Judy or Jody Gollin is fuming mad. I can't believe he'd wear something that is just so profane. (laughs) Time out. Let's go, Brandon, is profane? (laughs) It's so profane. Let's go, Brandon. I saw something the other day. It was on uh, Babylon B. It was outstanding. Let's see. How did it go? It was the picture of like a dad who is uh, like a sports dad. And he's got his head down, kind of like in his hands, right? And the caption is, leftist Democrat dad trying to figure out how to cheer on his son Brandon at his football game. (laughs) If you're a Democrat dad and your boy's name is Brandon, you go to his football game, you can't holler, let's go, Brandon! (laughs) I love it. Uh, The biggest story of the day, the biggest story of the day for morning show listeners, Tropicana is coming out with a toothpaste that does not include sodium lauryl sulfate as an ingredient. Sodium lauryl sulfate is a cleaning agent that is in toothpastes, but it also makes your OJ taste terrible. If you ever brush your teeth and then take a swig of OJ, you know how bad that is? Well, Tropicana is coming out with a toothpaste that won't have that sodium lauryl sulfate in there. That's the agent that makes the the OJ taste terrible. It's the base. It is. It's exactly what it is. So you'll be getting uh, a, a chance to have a toothpaste where you can brush your teeth and drink some OJ. And without the OJ... Tasted terrible. I told you it was the biggest story of the day. Speaking of your teeth, get them taken care of by our friends at Arsadi Dental. Got a friend uh, that just went over there who had a, a, you know, had to have a post put in. He had an issue with a tooth that was not visibly damaged from the outside, nor was it giving him any trouble on the inside. But he went for a checkup, and they went, oh, man, that tooth is done. And so they put a post in there. He was afraid of it and didn't know what was going to go on. Turned out all great for him. The post is wonderful. Can't tell that that's not a real tooth in there. Everything turned out great. This is the kind of work that Orsati Dental does every day. With Invisalign, they straighten teeth. With implants, they can replace missing teeth. I mean, they're on top of it at Orsati Dental. Their friendliness, they're working with their patients every day. The fact that they don't, you know, try to trump up any charges, you know, make up any uh, prices or anything like that. It's all visible to you. You know exactly what you're going to pay. You know exactly what your insurance company is responsible for. All those things. Plus, you'll be in the best dental care of your life, and your teeth are going to look great, too. 
That's Orsati Dental at 210-479-8989. All right, back to the weather. Uh, lots of wind with this fast-moving storm as it blows through our area. Heavy downpours included in this as well with lightning. And um, and even there's been you know a, a couple of reports of some very small hail uh, in this. All right. But as this thing moves off to our east, it's going to take the winds to the large degree to them. But it's going to be breezy and windy throughout the day today. You will notice the breeze. You will notice the wind pretty much all day today. This is a cold front that's, that's coming through. It's going to be clear. It's going to be cool overnight. You guys in the hill country are going to be in the 40s tonight. All right. When we wake up this time tomorrow morning, you guys in the hill country are going to be in the 40s breezy plenty of sunshine tomorrow in 79 and then mostly sunny breezy and pleasant 75 i think the big change that you're going to notice about this time of day the next several mornings will be kind of cool they won't be cold or you know anything like that but it's going to be kind of cool and with the low humidity you're going to feel it for sure right now it's san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 Back, we're taking a page from Terry's book when he was governor and when he'd be governor next time. We're emerging from this pandemic. We want to expand pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of pre-care. I have no idea what he said at the end, but I do love Duran Duran. 622, KTSA with my friend John Hayward. We are so much alike. And he's on Breitbart.com is where you can check him out. And, uh, John, we've been talking about this fantastic interview uh, with Christy Noam, uh, exclusive on, on Breitbart today. I've been going through that. People have been going through it. I think your governor and her would be a great team in 2024. I really do. That's maybe a little early to handicap it, but it would be interesting. I do hope that whoever ends up running remembers the issues that people are really motivated about. And that's always a problem, especially Republican politicians. They get pulled around by interest groups, by donor groups and things like that. But look at what's really got people on fire. The schools, what's happening in the schools, what Biden's doing to the economy, the pocketbook issues. I mean, that seems like a winning formula for anybody to run on, as long as you stay focused and don't get distracted. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, the, the border of course we've got another uh th- many thousand caravan and 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 you know what is really interesting about this one that's coming up they already overpowered mexican troops they said that they guaranteed that a couple of weeks ago they have a qr code that they are using to organize what's interesting about this to me john number one is their power and their strength and they said if we're met with any resistance by troops we're just going to overpower them and they did with the mexican troops but uh, secondly, the fact that is it a QC? I think it's called a QC code that you know, like you get the menu from, and and then they uh, they have great haircuts, nice haircuts. They're wearing nice clothes. They got baby strollers and cell phones to uh, organize with this QR code. Where are they getting all this money? I thought they were coming from poor, destitute situations. What's up? Yeah, supposedly we we have people that are fleeing situations where they'll die if they stay there. So desperate is their poverty. And, you know, we have rules in in the United States in the immigration system. Nobody even thinks about it anymore. But we have rules against people that try to run across the border just to get a better job. It's understandable. You want a better life. That's great. But that is not that's not an asylum claim. There are more specific factors that have to come into play before you can try to present yourself as a refugee. And even then, you don't just stroll across the border. You uh, you apply and you await processing. 
and looking at this level of organization and funding, obviously somebody is behind this. Somebody is pushing this, making it happen. We all know who the likely suspects are. We know there are globalist groups that are interested in forcibly dissolving our border, other national borders that are sponsoring these refugee tidal waves, and they're pretty convinced that nothing can and will stop it, especially not in the United States right now. Look at the interviews with the people that you're talking about. To a man and woman, they all say, Joe Biden invited me. Mm-hmm. I'm coming because Joe Biden said come. He said mm-hmm. we get benefits, so I'm here for my benefits. You know, there, there are people that are doing this to us, to you, on purpose, and so far nothing has stopped them or even slowed them down much. Even all the bad press only made them pretend to take it seriously, but it's still lies. They didn't stop doing it. Biden and his administration are not, are not interested in your opinion about who should be allowed in America. They just began secretly moving people into America instead of putting them under bridges where you could take pictures of them. Mm-hmm, that's right. What do you think about the McAuliffe race? Uh, there's been a lot of national media attention on this thing. Well, this is a really interesting race. It's going to be a bellwether in a lot of ways. No matter which way it goes, there's going to be a lot of attention paid to what it pretends for the midterm elections and, and the presidential race coming up in 2024. It shouldn't be this close. We were told last election cycle that Virginia was now eternally a Democrat fiefdom, that there's no way a Republican can win there. All the people that work in D.C. that live in Virginia are an unbeatable voting block, and the suburban moms have forever left the Republicans. And that's not the case. This is now a dead heat. It could be Youngkin is slightly ahead, you know, but it's it's a, it's a horse race, neck and neck, right down to the wire, and it shouldn't have been that close. I think it's also interesting, given how comically awful Terry McAuliffe is as a candidate, that it's a dead heat. It shouldn't be. He should be 20 points down and looking for his next job after the way he's been running his campaign. So there's a lot to be said for the inertia built into the Democratic Party, keeping him afloat and giving him a real chance. They just have a lot of voters that don't pay attention to a damn thing anybody says. They just vote Democrat because that's what they do, and those people are going to support him even though he's he's like a parody of a bad political candidate screaming at parents how dare you try to be involved in your children's education those kids belong to us go home you know that that should be enough to finish anybody off in a hot second and the fact that he may yet win is astounding given how awful he's been i love the pushback from the parents out there you know you had the rape of the uh, young girl in the uh, bathroom at the school a boy wearing a skirt a judge yesterday found him guilty so you can now say he did it and probably, well, we'll find out, but possibly did it twice because being moved from one school to the other and this school board up there all covering it up because they want to be the whole woke crowd of putting boys in girls showers. Barack Obama the other day saying it was all trumped up. It's all made up. It's not real, man. Didn't happen, bro. Didn't happen. And sure enough, it happened. And the parents push back, and they're pushing back hard to the point where teachers and uh, students and parents uh, had a march out of those schools yesterday. Good for them. And they're discovering as they do this that the left has a stranglehold on the media. They have government power at their disposal, corrupt government agencies ready to roll at the snap of a finger. So they find the power of the, of the entire federal government lined up against them. They've been classified as domestic terrorists because they dared to object to what's being done to their children in this particular case. Remember the father that was so angry about what happened to his child? They treated this guy like a maniac in the media. They told you he was a lunatic and he deserved to be in jail and maybe the police should have shot him dead and whatever on the spot. And it turns out, what he's really upset about, you know, eventually comes out despite your media that's trying so hard to prevent you from knowing. This is a huge grassroots movement nationwide. This is all over the country. People are waking up and discovering what's been done to their schools, what's being done to their children. They're furious about it, but they're finding themselves fighting a system, and they are the David in this David and Goliath scenario. They think they're the parents and they have all this power and sovereignty. No, you don't. Not anymore. You've been redefined. The state now owns your children, and you're fighting against people that don't think you should have anything 
nothing to say about what they learn or how they grow up. And, and they're ready to fight you, literally fight you. They're ready to sick the police and the FBI on you if you keep talking. Yeah, one final thing uh, concerning this. It was striking to me the similarities between this situation and what Joe Biden did in Ukraine. Let me just explain what I mean by that. We all know the story, and he admitted it on video. Joe Biden, when his son Hunter was uh, on the take from Burisma at $83,000 a month, uh, it, there was an investigation that was launched. Joe Biden, when he was vice president, went over there and told him, you'll call this uh, search off, you'll call this investigation off, or you don't get the billion dollars from the United States, <clears throat> and quote, son of a bitch, they called it off. That was, end quote, from, uh, from Joe Biden. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Merrick Garland's son-in-law owns a company that's selling CRT materials and researching ch- children for Facebook making money off the schools, here comes some parents standing up against CRT and all this other foolishness that's going on that we just chronicled, and son of a gun, the FBI is sent to investigate those parents when the, when, when the money train is, is threatened by the parents getting it, it cut off. I couldn't help but notice the similarities between the two cases in exactly what you're talking about, the power that they wield over people uh, when their cash cow is about to be damaged at all. And they have so much of it. They have institutionalized so much of this official corruption, this bureaucratic bloat and menace at such a huge level. Real power lies in not enforcing the law. Writing a bunch of laws is is power, but real power is when you get to not enforce the law, when you get to give people a pass, when you get to turn a blind eye to the corrupt activities of your friends and everything like that. And that's what people are learning. There are so many people in this government that will just tell you they can't do a thing against real honest-to-God criminals, but by God, they can stick the FBI and parents that speak up at a school board meeting in a hot second and that's that's what you're learning how much of your government has been weaponized against you by the left to protect its interests its money and its ideological power and you thought you could make them go away by just talking in a meeting you thought you could just raise your voice because you thought that's how america worked you thought these people worked for you and they would respond to your concerns and when they saw upset parents they would do something about it wrong when they saw upset parents they drew their weapons and threw the safeties off they're ready to fight you for control of your children and you have to fight back and that means at the ballot box you need to cream the party that did this to your children so badly that they never think about doing it again. And that's the Democrat Communist Party of America. Thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. That is John Hayward from Breitbart.com. Dr. Zero Year One is the name of the book. Coming up, Tony Gonzalez is going to join me here on KTSA. We'll talk the border Shirts Funeral Home at Shirts Funeral Home. You find very caring people who are there ready to answer to you at any time of the day or night because sometimes stuff happens at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and I know that all too well. And at Shirts Funeral Home, they will take care of you. And every question that you have about uh, preparing a funeral, they will answer every question that you have. They will do everything that is necessary to help your family get through your current situation with the passing of a loved one. They will show you the various um, uh, products that they offer. Uh, They will talk with you about services. If you've never planned a funeral before, how a service goes, the right things to do and what not to do, those kinds of things, they'll walk uh, walk you through every last bit of that. And pre-planning and pre-need is also super important, and Shirts Funeral Home can help with all that as well. So they'll be there when you need them. You may not need them today, but they'll be there when you do. At Shirts Funeral Home at 210. Outdoors, Patriot Trees is veteran-owned. We are proud to offer free consultation, affordable rates, and stunning results. Call us at 210-556-8747. Congressman Tony Gonzalez is on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Trey Ware here, KTSA Congressman. Good morning, and thank you for your time this morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Trey. We got a whole other group headed this way, marching toward Texas, and uh, this is an interesting one because they're using a QR code 
with cell phones to organize. They are well-dressed. They are well-equipped, uh, uh, like I said, with cell phones. That's interesting since they're fleeing collapsing nations in poverty, and we got to come to the United States. they got great haircuts. Uh, the women have their nails uh, all nicely done. That looks good. Uh, they're wearing pretty decent clothes and pushing baby strollers, so I question that whole thing. Who's, who's paying for this? Uh, and they say that anybody who gets in our way, we're just going to burst through them. And they did that with, with Mexican troops the other day who tried to uh, stop them, and they just knocked their way through the Mexican troops and kept on coming. They're headed toward America. I don't know, Tony. Sounds like an invasion to me. Man, you know, it hasn't stopped. You know, it's been uh, just when you think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. And, you know, this administration uh, pushing amnesty in this uh, reconciliation package is exactly the reason why you see these thousands of people make this trek. I'll tell you, this caravan that's headed this way, that's the shiny object. Uh, that's that's a local organized. Uh, they're more for the, to try to get attention uh, to what's happening. Underneath that is a layer of folks that are uh, are honestly being smuggled by the cartel. Uh, these th- this caravan isn't the cartel. This is more this is more of uh, just for show. But that hasn't the cartel's reach has not stopped at all. What does that mean? I mean, I I know that when we hear numbers like 1.7 million so far this year have come across. I know you can double that because those are the contacts that we've had. And our guys are so busy and they're limited resources, they miss about half of the people that actually come across in a a brush. And you and I both hear from people, I hear from them daily, that have Mm -hmm. these ranches down here. uh, And they encounter people every stinking day. Day they are encountering right. people on their ranches every day, Congressman. Yeah, no, that's right. Look, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, last month uh, in Del Rio was kind of uh, the spike of it. Got a lot of attention. There was uh, tens of thousands of people underneath the bridge. You know, about twenty thousand overall. Uh, I was there. I was the first member of, of Congress there to highlight what was happening. Well, three weeks later, I brought another delegation down to see what was happening afterwards after the cameras got turned off, after the spotlight was away from Del Rio. And this was three weeks ago. Things have have been pretty uh, uh, steady since then, over 850 apprehensions a day. What I say is just because it's not in the news, just because you don't see this huge mob doesn't mean it's not happening. The problem I have, too, is here you have uh, DHS kind of pushing this this vaccine mandate to, uh, to Border Patrol agents yet letting millions of, uh, of illegal aliens in without, uh, a man, without a vaccine. So uh, just yesterday we put together a letter. I've got 40 members of Congress on it to put pressure on, the, uh, on uh, Secretary Mayorkas. Because right now, if, if you fire a Border Patrol agent, it takes 400 days to hire a new one, and then it takes 20 weeks to get them trained up. We can't afford to lose our agents. Well, that is the plan, though. I mean, that, that is exactly the reason they're doing mandates on police departments. This is another way for the left to uh, fund and pull off, defund police all across this country, and they're doing it with Border Patrol as well. Anybody with half a brain, and, and I believe the people on the left don't have half a brain, but anybody with half a brain can tell you 
that this this administration has an open borders policy. Uh, they they are working with the globalists to collapse our border so the United States doesn't have a border at all. And we don't have control of the border, right? I mean, the cartels have control of the border. Whoever, whoever's running things from that side, they're the ones who are controlling the border. So that brings up another big question. First of all, who is funding all this? These people coming with pretty nails and pretty hair and pushing baby strollers and got cell phones. Somebody is paying their, floating their boat with big checks. I want to know if it's Soros. I want to know who it is. And number two, uh, what can we as citizens in this country do about it? We can't be this impotent that we can't rise up and do something about this. Something's got to be done, and we've got to be able to do something. So what is it? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, it's uh, to, the, to, the, to your question, the first one, this is, this is about the cartel making billions of dollars and the Biden administration standing idle, allowing them to do that, right? And, and you're right. I mean, as I've walked through uh, – man, I've been to the border uh, over uh, countless times. As I walk through these, these facilities, you see folks dressed in Gucci and, and uh, you know, have, have seven bags of luggage and, and, and everything in between. You see also folks that are very impoverished. And what has happened is this. This administration does not give one bit about legal immigration. All they're focused on is that open border policy that you mentioned and, and everything funneling to that. So it, it's a mix of, you know, who's funding, uh, funding this. It's really the cartels that are profiting from this, and they're the ones spurring everything to happen. And then the Biden administration is just standing by idly. What can we do about it? I'll tell you this, you know, next month, and we're going to continue here in Congress, we're going to continue to push the administration to hold them accountable, is, uh, you know, the the administration, they don't want to, but they're re-implementing the Trump remain in Mexico policy. You know why that happened? That happened because all of us in Texas in particular were vocal about what was happening, and we didn't stop. I mean, they wanted, they they did away with this program back in, in February. Uh, same thing with Title 42. They wanted to do away with Title 42 back in April, but yet here it's still in place because we put the pressure on them. We got to keep the pressure on the administration to do what's right. Thank you for doing that, sir, and uh, you're welcome here anytime. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Trey. Have a great day, brother. We'll talk to you again soon. That's Congressman Tony Gonzalez. Join us right here on KTSA. We're at 645, and the rain has moved off to our east, as we said it would. It's leaving San Antonio. You folks in Seguin and Gonzalez and Ani, Luling and whatever, you're going to be dealing with this for a little while, but it's a fast mover. It's not going to stick with you for long at all. Did cause some problems here locally. The Fine Silver Curve downtown is a mess right now. The Fine Silver Curve, where you go around to the right, it's a mess. Super slow traffic. If you can avoid that right now, please do so. 35 southbound at Judson, the same thing. 35 southbound, of course. At Judson Road, there was an accident there, so that's a big issue. And 1604 northbound at West Military, a high water rescue is going on right now. So avoid those areas. The fine silver curve downtown, 35 southbound Judson, and 1604 northbound at West Military with that high water rescue. Watch we got for a, uh, high water rescue on the northeast side as well. We do. Right up here, Harry Wurzbach and Austin Highway. Really? I got one going on there as well. It's not far. That's a stone's throw from yeah. here. Harry Wurzbach and Austin Highway. Right. They've got, um, there's a lot of construction. 
is going on. Yeah. A huge amount of construction. Well, you is got going that on. creek that runs down through here. Yes, sir. Uh, that every time we get a heavy rain, it floods. Salado. Yeah. Salado Creek. Yeah. Okay. So be careful right there as well. Uh, so we've got these high water rescues going on. Watch for emergency personnel. I want to tell you about South Texas Guns. When you go see our friends at South Texas Guns, you're seeing real experts, real pros in taking care of your gun needs. Guns have been in the news a whole lot lately, and of course, it's hunting season. That's one of the reasons they're in the news, but also personal protection. I talk a lot about hunting guns, and they've got rifles and shotguns and everything over there that you can imagine, but also personal protection. Uh, We live in a much different world than our parents lived in, our grandparents lived in. We've seen the rising crime rates. Uh, Murder is up 30%. Murder is up 30%. All violent crime is up all across the board. Violent crime is up. Uh, it is important that you protect yourself. As my best friends in law enforcement tell me, we're in a cleanup and investigation business. And that's true. That's right. They can't be with you at all times. You have to take charge and the lead in protecting yourself, but more importantly, protecting your family. And your friends over at South Texas Guns will show you how to do that. They'll match you with the right handgun for you or whatever personal protection gun that you're looking for. Uh, this is super important. If you've never done this before, you need to know somebody who you can trust, who's going to do it right, and who's going to match you right, and who's going to take care of you the right way, and South Texas Guns always will. They have a commitment to excellence at South Texas Guns and taking care of you and all of your gun needs. Again, that's South Texas Guns, 281 in Brook Hollow. To us, to you, on purpose. And so far, nothing has stopped them or even slowed them down much. Even all the bad press only made them pretend to take it seriously, but it's still lies. They didn't stop doing it. Biden and his administration are not not interested in your opinion about who should be allowed in America. They just began secretly moving people into America (laughs) instead of putting them under bridges where you could take pictures of them. John Hayward there joining us. This is that band from Canada. You know, no, they're not. You know, you could not. Where are they from? German. Where are they? Scorpions. You know, you know, yeah. You could not do a video like this today. No, no, couldn't, couldn't happen. No. Girls in cages. Nope. No. <laughs> Most of the videos you couldn't do today, like they did them back then, because they always involved girls in cages or something like that. <laughs> a lot of spandex, you know. <laughs> stiletto heels yeah. in your back. <laughs> you know? It was always. <laughs> Girls in cages, wearing stiletto heels, spandex, and a lot of pyrotechnics. A lot it was of always explosions. the same thing. Couldn't do it today. Now, you could put guys in stiletto heels in cages. <laughs> that would fly. Sure. They'd go right to number one. Yeah. Uh, Adam, you're on. Go ahead, man. Trey, they need to start uh, fact-checking uh, Crazy Uncle Joe. When they asked him at the town hall, when is he going to the border, he said, oh, I've been there many times. He drove to El Paso border like in 2008, but he said his wife Jill has been to the border, so uh, you know they got that covered. He said he's too damn busy. He spent 13 weeks at his home. He spent uh, two weeks at Camp David, and just you know, real quick, uh, uh, there's uh, things that Crazy Uncle Joe could do to fight the rise in crime, but instead he's doing the opposite. He's making sure that criminals. Get back on the street as soon as possible. He wants to fire a bunch of policemen. Talk about that's uh, the ass backwards administration. <laughs> and he's going to Glasgow next week, so yeah, he doesn't have time to go to the border. But you know, he's not really in in charge. I, I, I loved watching this thing last night where he was speaking on behalf of McAuliffe because he was talking all about Donald Trump. 
<laughs> I had to run against Donald Trump. McAuliffe is running against a guy just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump's worst thing ever. You know, in a hundred years, the Democrat communists, because that's what they are, are going to be running against Donald Trump. Hey, Donald Trump. Yeah, remember Donald Trump is over a hundred years ago. They, they really are. They're going to be doing that for forever. So just get used to it. But what was funny, if you see any of the video from last night when he was talking for Terry McAuliffe, McAuliffe is in every shot, sitting there looking at him, waiting to get up and pull him out from behind the microphone. No, I'm serious. You watch. McAuliffe is like mouthing every word to make sure that Grandpa stays on on script and, and ready to pounce the second he gets off script and starts in that crap that he usually starts. Yeah, yeah. He can get up there and pull him up. It's hilarious to watch. I just laughed and laughed and laughed because they don't. There's not a minute that goes by now, guys, that they don't have a, a handler within arm's reach to grab him and pull him away from the microphone, just like they did in the White House the other day when they were shouting down the reporters. They've got, they've always got somebody standing by. And keep in mind, Terry McAuliffe is Hillary Clinton's best friend on the planet. Nope, look it up yourself. You could do a little study. He is her best friend. So this is like Hillary Clinton winning in Virginia. That's why everybody's t- exactly. All right, Warren Ryman is coming up next. Who knows what we're going to do? Uh, but we do have trash cans in the studio. We'll start beating them.